Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air here with Dr. Erin Roman. And the holidays are coming up. It is like Christmas time, just about. (laughs) Wow, Kaylee. At the time that we're recording this, it's nearly Thanksgiving and Christmas is just around the corner. I'm so excited, aren't you? I'm so excited. First off, I just have to ask you, are you one of the ones that start decorating your tree and decorating everything early or do you wait till after Thanksgiving? I love that question. I'm, I'm curious to hear what team you're on, but I actually wait till after Thanksgiving to put up my tree. What about you, Kaylee? I do too. Yeah. Christmas is after Thanksgiving. For me it is, but boy, if you go into the stores this time of year, it's Christmas everything, right? They're already playing like Christmas music. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Christmas is in the air. That's for sure. And that kind of brings us back to allergic patients. And we were talking a little bit about how to stay a little bit more aware the holiday season for these allergic patients and things that they may need to do a little extra that non-allergic have to do. So let's start from the very beginning. Let's just start with people that are traveling right now. They're getting ready to go ahead and go to grandma's house or they're traveling to different environments that they might not even be used to. Right, and you know, Kaylee, I think um, Thanksgiving weekend is the most uh, air travel that happens in the United States of any given weekend. So travel is upon us. And for those allergic patients, it can be a little anxiety provoking. So let's start with our patients who have food allergies because uh, food is a big part of our celebration um, in the United States with our holidays. So let's start with that. If you're a food allergy patient, I would say the number one thing that you can do to be prepared is know your action plan. Every food allergy patient should have a plan for what happens if you're accidentally exposed to your food allergen. For some patients, that is to use their EpiPen immediately immediately if they know they've been exposed. For other patients, it's more of a wait and see approach. So if you have forgotten what your plan is, if you are unsure, it's time to get back in with your allergist and reestablish that before these holidays are upon us. Um, so know your plan and, and be prepared to execute that plan. If part of your plan is taking a dose of allergy medicine, make sure that allergy medicine travels with you, Kaylee. Make sure it's with you on the airplane. Make sure it's with you in your suitcase or your carry-on bag. And then, of course, most of our um, food allergy patients do have an EpiPen as part of their plan in case of life-threatening symptoms. So please make sure your EpiPen is with you. There's nothing worse than having to try to find someone to prescribe and refill your EpiPen once you've gone on vacation. So for our food allergy patients, I would say the most important step is remember and know your plan and be able to execute that plan so that any medications you need for your safety are with you at all times. Great. And now let's look at those patients that are environmental. They're allergic to everything environment. So where, where do they begin whenever they're going into these new environments or staying places that maybe they're not really used to? Right. So probably some of our patients are going maybe to parents' homes or siblings' homes, families' homes, where maybe they're somewhat familiar with the environment. But maybe you're going to a friend's house where you've never been before. If you have extreme environmental allergies, there's a few things that you can do in advance. I would say number one is plan ahead. There's nothing wrong if you have severe pet allergy with asking ahead of time, oh, do you have pets? Doesn't mean you can't go to that place, just means you need to know what to expect. So 
I would say number one is planning ahead. Number two is having emergency medicine with you. If you have an EpiPen for any reason for your environmental allergies, that should be with you. If you take daily allergy medicines, maybe it's pills, maybe it's nose sprays, maybe it's liquids that you take on a regular basis, the worst thing you can do is leave those at home when you're going into a new environment because most likely you're going to have some symptoms when you transition to a new environment. So make sure those medicines are with you, that you have refills if you need it ahead of time, and that you know how to use them. And then I would say finally, for some of our allergy patients who are on their allergy shots, let's be honest, Kaylee, holidays are a time that we can sort of fall off the bandwagon with getting our allergy shots. So if you're an allergy shot patient, I would suggest to you that now is just as important as any other time of the year to make sure you are on schedule and on top of those allergy shots because being in your best possible allergy health before you can go is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself this holiday season. Be at the top of your allergy game when you go into these new environments. Let's also talk about the asthmatics as well. Right. So hopefully your asthma is under excellent control before you leave on any trip to visit others for the holidays. But if it's not, I would urge you to find one of our clinics or your primary care provider and get in to be seen. If you don't feel like your asthma is under good control, are you really going to enjoy a holiday trip? Not likely, Kaylee. So let's get in. Let's get back on the medicines that maybe we've sort of not needed in a while to make sure that when we travel, our asthma is already under excellent control. Would you not agree that it would be such a inconvenient, such a bummer to have to spend your holiday travel finding an urgent care in a town you're not familiar with because either you forgot your asthma medicine or you're having a flare-up that could have been avoided before you left. Absolutely not. That's something I feel like anyone would try to avoid. Definitely. The rest of the family might be already looking at Christmas lights or decorating the tree. And here, and you, here are, you are in the urgent care. Kids. No, ma'am. No, no, no. mm -mm. um, also, let's talk about the Christmas trees because, you know, that's coming very soon as well everyone's decorating right things ready for Christmas um, what are the things that are very important for allergy patients to yeah. be um, aware of right right uh, let's start with the tree because I'd love to debunk some myths here surrounding Christmas trees Perfect. so um, for Patients with allergies, the question is always, can I have a live tree or do I need to get a fake tree? And I would caution you and let you know that there are pros and cons to both. A fake tree is not necessarily going to be the best option for an allergy patient. And really, Kaylee, the only way to know for sure is to try it out. If you have allergies, but they're under reasonably good control right now, and you are just dying to try a live tree, get it. You know, there's there's not going to be anything wrong with trying out a live tree in the house. Um, trees that have been cut do not pollinate. Yes, they give off certain scents and odors and fragrances that people who have allergies, even if it's not a tree allergy, that can bother some patients. But I'll be honest with you, many, many of my allergy shot patients who have their allergies under excellent control, they tolerate a live tree just as well as they do a fake tree. Fake trees that have been in the attic for a long time can collect dust. And I have a lot of dust allergy patients who struggle around the holidays. So it's not it's not a 
all or none situation when it comes to trees. So I would encourage you to try it out. See what works for you. If you're dying for that real tree, give it a try this year. You may be surprised. If you're taking care of your allergies the way you're supposed to, you may tolerate it with no problem and find you have a new love for a live Christmas tree. Oh, that's wonderful. And I know you mentioned the attic and, and all of these closets that collect dust throughout the seasons. And one of the most important things is making sure that you have someone to help you. That's right. And so I would, I would venture to say that getting out old decorations for more than half of allergy patients is more of a problem than what type of tree they have. Because if you're like me, you put those Christmas decorations up around New Year and you don't think about them again until after Thanksgiving. So they're sitting in a basement where there could be mold. They are sitting in an attic or a closet where there is sure to be dust at the least, right? So I would challenge you, encourage you, if you really struggle with allergies, could you find some help this holiday season? Maybe your spouse doesn't struggle with allergies at all and can climb through that closet and dig that thing out of the back with no problem. Enlist some help. Um, friends, family members, children that could gather it all for you, unload it, get it out of those dusty places, and um, then display it for you to decorate and put out where you want it. So you still get all the fun feel of decorating as an allergy patient, but you're not having to go into those high-risk situations that can flare things up for you and potentially cause an allergy flare-up, an asthma flare-up, a sinus infection. That would be my number one recommendation is enlist some help. Great, and I think we're already clearing the air on that. Um, I think there's so many ways that patients and people can just stay really aware this holiday season, but also stay merry as well. That's right, and we want our patients to enjoy the holidays. There's nothing worse than feeling like you cannot participate in things, whether that's being outside in the cold air for those Christmas parades for our asthma patients, whether that's getting into the holiday spirit by decorating the Christmas tree, but maybe you need a little extra help getting that tree out of the attic, or whether it's enjoying all the delicious food but being a little nervous around um, foods when you're a food allergy patient. So I think some of the things that we have touched on really apply to all types of allergy and asthma patients. Number one, plan ahead. Whether that's call ahead, whether that's bring a few dishes of your own to the potluck that you know are safe, whether it's finding out if pets are going to be at a location where you're staying, plan ahead. Number two, make sure your allergy problem, whether that's asthma, allergies, sinusitis, make sure you're in tip-top shape before you go. And that usually can be as simple as making an appointment to be seen, staying on or getting back on your allergy medicine, and then keeping up with those allergy shots if you're one of our allergy shot patients. And then third and final thing is to know your plan. If you do get into a severe life-threatening situation, know what that plan looks like for you and be prepared to execute it. But with those few minor steps, uh, I think all of our allergy patients should be able to enjoy this holiday season. Absolutely. You heard Dr. Roman, you can still enjoy the holiday season, but also just make sure that you're always knowing your plan. Again, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. I'm your host, Kaylee Francis, again with Dr. Roman. Have a great day and stay merry this holiday season. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast, and remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.